0: What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind to Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Bunker. I don't know why I want to laugh. And I'm your other host, Bailey DeLaurie. I just
1: like sometimes me and Maddie get on Zoom and I just like literally stare at her and laugh for no reason. But... Just
0: stare at me. Look at you.
1: Maddie is just like a little traveler woman. So we're recording on a Monday again. We heard the beginning of the week last week. So... yeah. What was like the highlight of your week last week since we recorded so early?
0: I know. Um I went to Chicago and it was very fun. That was my first time in Chicago. I've been to like the airport, but obviously that doesn't count. But I was visiting one of my friends, like I said, and we got to go to a Cubs game and I saw my favorite huh? baseball player, Dansby Swanson. He's beautiful. If you don't know him, look him up because he's <laughs> beautiful he's yeah, so play the this.
1: maddie's available and she would like to meet you
0: yeah except for he just got married so
1: well never mind sorry about you
0: but yeah that was really <laughs> fun and we got lots of yummy food got some pizza yeah, that pizza looked like pretty oh good. my gosh dude it was seriously the best it was so good chicago pizza lives up to the hype <laughs> all right 10 out of 10 yeah 10 out of 10 what did you do last week Uh,
1: my life is not that interesting i feel like i literally do the same stuff every week so i'm trying to think of like what did i even do last week um well Avi got the lights this weekend and that will always be a highlight because the lights is so amazing and it's just like not even close to my house like literally it takes like 30 minutes to drive there at least and 30 minutes to get home so it's like at least an hour round trip for delight it's so and worth it I, it's not even like oh I'm in the area so let me get it I like literally just drive an hour just to get that um what
0: flavor did you get
1: um I got like turtle cheesecake it kind of just tasted like chocolate but yeah. Nicole got a coconut one and it, if you're a coconut person like it was just I'm a so,
0: coconut person it was like
1: so coconut like it actually Ooh. really tasted like it it was really good I for like, you know, like our delights dates delights is like healthy kid ice cream basically it's like made with like skim milk and it's low sugar whatever and it's good. Every flavor so good. is good. But, like, a lot of them, like, they're all vanilla or chocolate-based. And so, like, a lot of them don't really taste like the flavor. They just kind of taste like vanilla or chocolate. Yeah. So, you just, like, kind of, it's like a toss-up if it's really going to taste like it or not. But, like, either way, mm-hmm. it's good
0: still. So It's would- so weird to me. Like, you know how you can like usually like stuff you make at home you can make like healthier or like lower calorie. And I've been making like I have the ninja creamy and making my homemade ice cream and like it's bomb, but it's still not as good as delights and it's obviously always way more calories, which is like so yeah. crazy. Also
1: like all the ones for at home were like they just take so much protein and like I'm not I'm getting your protein and I don't want to like put all my protein in like this protein dessert. Yeah
0: the lights has like no protein. Same, I know. Like every time I look up Ninja Creamy recipe, it's always like protein shake, yeah, protein powder, and I'm like, no, I can't, I I
1: cannot do that. I don't want that. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Um, I mean, it's not really me, but Jake got his tattoo, so like, oh yeah, forward to that. So now I feel like I need another one, but oh. it's fine. We it's can fine. get matching tattoos when I move there. Okay, Thank <laughs> you. That's not like an egg at all. <laughs> all just right so, since Maddie's life's more interesting than mine what are you excited for this week <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to Mexico and I'm I'll very excited call. yeah I'm- I leave tomorrow and I'm it's a kind of a quick trip Tuesday to Sunday so no, should be really great. fun yeah it'll be nice I- like it's nice because I'm not missing like check-ins or anything like that and I'm just gonna go for a few days enjoy it and then like get back graduate and move basically you know I'll actually die if it's like rainy Oh my gosh, I would die. I would <laughs> literally die. <laughs> That'd be a nice break because I feel like Utah's still freezing for what? Yeah. I mean, it's like been nice, but like nice here is like 50, which that's not nice for me. So that, that is not it. Are you doing anything exciting?
1: <laughs> I mean, like not this week, but next weekend, or no, this weekend, we're going to my friend's baby shower so I'm excited I like met with her on Friday for lunch they were in town for a wedding um because they live like two hours away and it's like because that's like my really good friend we just don't see them frequently because they live further and so it's like i just see her at random like mile markers in her pregnancy and so this is the first time I've seen her where she's been like pregnant like and it is so weird she's the first one of us to get pregnant and I was like oh my gosh this is tripping me out
0: what what's her due date
1: so jo- like the very beginning of July. So oh she's gosh, like,
0: maybe we'll have the same birthday.
1: Oh my gosh! What's the trick to remember Maddie's birthday? July fourth plus four. <laughs> <laughs> Jake was like, I hear weirdly remembers so many people's birthdays. Yeah. So Maddie told him hers, and he's like, Oh, easy, July fourth plus four. <laughs> Whatever. But now I can't like I will always remember your birthday because of that. Now.
0: Yeah. Well, you better remember it. So. it to mine though? June fourteenth.
1: Six, but I was actually surprised you got the right month.
0: <laughs> okay, sixth. I'll remember that from now on.
1: Everybody, take notes. Send me a present. Thank you. Um. Anyways, we're just gonna get on into it. So we're gonna talk about training intensity today. This was something I one thousand percent did not think about when I first started working out on my own. I know, like oh, all of our same. like. I think one of the most common questions I get asked by clients when they first start is like, how much weight do I lift? Like I always, I always get asked that how much weight should I lift? And so he's talking about training intensity to give you guidance there, to give you like intention when you're lifting, but also like you, if you want to see changes, you are going to have to lift
0: heavier. You can't just lift the 10 pound dumbbell your whole life and expect something to change. Yeah. I actually talked about this on my story today because um that's something that like I feel like so many people miss out on, right? They're like, "Oh, I have to go to the gym every day. I have to track my macros. I need this, this, and this." But they don't talk about training intensity. And that's like one of the most important aspects because if you're just going into the gym, lifting the same amount of weights, not challenging your body, you're going to stay the same. You're not going to progress, and you may even gain a little bit of body fat because you're not changing the stimulus, right? And so if you're in a growing phase or whatever it is, like You need to be using the food as fuel to put on muscle and really implementing progressive overload, which um, progressive overload is when you're changing some sort of stimulus in your body every single week. So whether that's reps, sets, uh, your weight, time under tension, longer or shorter rest periods, whatever it may be. But you want to change something on a weekly basis, and that's why we have our clients track their workouts. And so we can see that. So they can see it like, okay, last week I did shoulder press for 20 pounds for eight reps. I'm going to try and get 10 reps, or I'm going to try and up the weight to 25 pounds or whatever it is, because you constantly want to be progressing in the gym.
1: Yeah. And I think people just get so wrapped up in like diet, like Everybody's like, oh, it's all about what you eat. It's all about your diet, which yes, obviously your diet's important, but people like really mitigate like how important your training is and like your nutrition can be super dialed in. But like Maddie said, if you're not doing what you need to do on the training side of things, it's not going to matter like Like I said, if you are eating more food, you have to like give your body a reason to utilize that for something beneficial or you are going to gain body fat. And again, we've talked about this before, but the more muscle you have on your body, the more metabolically effective you are. So the more muscle on your body, More calories, your body's burning at rest. And to build muscle, you're going to have to like give your body something to adapt to, which is going to be lifting heavier or increasing your reps. Like Maddie said, using progressive overload. And so I think like Maddie said, the biggest thing is tracking your weights week to week. I definitely, again, did not do that at the beginning. I just went in and lifted whatever I didn't think about comparison like week to week. And that's one of the reasons it's important to stay in a consistent workout split so that you can use progressive overload and push your body and progress week to week. And so we obviously have our clients in an app, so it makes it super easy, but like even just do it on like your notes in your phone, or a lot of people will take like a composition notebook in their gym bag. Like you need to be tracking what you're doing each week so that you know that you're improving.
0: Yeah, and that was something that's like super prevalent now for me working out because I'll literally look at it and be like, okay, I used fifty pound dumbbells for bulgarians last week. I need to up the weight to fifty five, and mentally it just makes it that much easier because it's like I ha- I need to lift this because I did this last week, and and mm-hmm. obviously like I'm not always going to lift heavier. Maybe I need to just increase the weights or this or the excuse me the sets or the reps or whatever, but like constantly trying to increase something every single week because you don't want to just do the exact same thing every single time. And sometimes I'll forget. I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to do this weight, whatever. And I'll be like, yeah, that was pretty challenging. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, I did that last week. Let me try and get at least one or two more reps. And it, the biggest it's so mental, right? Like training yeah. is so mental and you think you're pushing hard. And even like we talk about this all the time, but like we send form videos to our coaches to hold us accountable and I'll think I'm pushing hard. And she's like, oh, that was, uh, yeah. that was a three or four <laughs> RIR. Like you can lift heavier. And it's, it's so mental. And so I guess like talking, to, do you want to go into like RIR and like all that stuff?
1: Yeah. So like Maddie's saying, like you're looking to improve every week, whether that's going up in weight, going up in reps, go improving your form, holding, maybe holding an isometric or whatever it is, but you want to think about progressing through (laughs) Maddie does not like a pause in her Bulgarians. Um, (laughs) So you want to look at progressing through your training split. So again, this isn't a thing that we ever expect our clients. And if this is your first time doing it, like you're not going to go in and be perfect at it. Like it is a learning experience. Like me and Maddie are still learning every week about like, are we really pushing ourselves as hard as we need to be? And so reps in reserve, R-A-R, it's how many reps you have left in the tank when your set is finished. And we don't want to be gassing ourselves out a whole split. You don't want to be pushing to failure every week because you're going to accumulate so much fatigue on your body. And so we look at starting your training split at a heart hard, wow, words. I yep. checked the <laughs> I like fumble my words so bad. You want to start at a higher RIR. And then as you progress through your split, you're getting closer and closer and closer to failure where you're really pushing that last week of your split, like balls to the wall, going to failure on movements you feel comfortable failing on, knowing that when you start your new split the following week, you're going to back back off. So it's using all of these things. And again, I think it feels a little bit overwhelming if you're not like used to the concept. But I think just starting to think about that, going into the weight room, Say so you have bench press and it's eight three sets of eight to 10 reps. Like do your first set of eight to 10 reps and think when you finish your set, realistically, how many more reps do I really think I could have done? And that's the thought process of, okay, I could have done three more reps. And that's a three RR. You had three reps in reserve.
0: Yeah. And that's why like, whenever I'm programming for my clients, I always give them like eight to 10 reps. I always give them like, I don't give them a set rep count because then they're just going to go to that and be done whether it was hard or easy or whatever and so you know whether it's 12 to 15 or 6 to 8 or whatever it is i always like to give them a range to hit because then they follow their RIR. And with that being said, it takes time to learn your body. It takes time to learn what true failure is, what one to two RIR is for you. And I'm still not perfect at it. Like it still takes me time to learn that. Um, And that's something that like we ease our clients into it. Like when I first start with my clients, I tell them to push until failure because to failure to them is usually like three RIR, right? Like they're not usually used to pushing until failure. And so typically, depending on the client, when I first start with them, I do tell them like push till failure or like one reps to failure to kind of see, like look at their form videos, see about what that is to them. And then we can give them an actual like RIR to work towards.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that too. I think like Maddie said before, you're stronger than you realize and it's like you don't you don't stop when it gets hard. Like your last couple reps should all be hard. They should be reps that like, it's not going to feel great. It's going to burn. Like it, that's it the hurts. point. It's, it it's not like, Oh, this burns. This is starting to get hard. Okay. I pushed myself enough. Like when it starts gets hard is when you have three to four reps left in the tank and you're grinding those last ones out. And so again, keeping that in mind of like getting used to pushing yourself, getting used to being uncomfortable. Cause you're not going to grow if you don't get your body to an uncomfortable spot. And so if you have a coach Form videos, obviously an awesome tool to look at form, but yes, for your coach to look at your intensity. Cause it is very easy to tell by the speed, the weights moving and like just your facial features and yeah. everything is this challenging. Like you should not look cute when you're pushing out the last couple of reps. And you know, even if you don't have someone to send form videos to record yourself, like yeah. there's where I'll take form videos and maybe I don't send them into my coach, but I look at like in my head, I'm pushing out that last rep and I feel like it's moving so slow like I'm like that took like five seconds to for me to get the bar up and then I watched my form video and it's like so
0: fast and I'm like yeah what the actual happens what... <laughs> yeah and especially for me right now I'm in isometric holds and so for example I have to pause at the bottom for Bulgarian split squats for three seconds which <laughs> seems like it. literally three years and I'll record myself and I'm like oh my gosh I was pausing for like four or five seconds like I'm killing it and then I watched the video and I'm like that was like one and a half seconds like that's why it's so important like I obviously send them to Meg so that she can give me that's my coach to give me like form feedback but I also watch it myself after each set so I can critique myself and be like okay I need to slow down I need to get a little bit deeper whatever it is and so that's why it's so important to film yourself whether you have a coach or not so you can look at it and teach yourself and critique yourself and learn from what your actual form is from the previous set you don't have to look at it at the end of the workout you can look at it yeah. after each set
1: yeah watch yourself in your workout literally i tell my girls i know it's like if you're not used to being in the gym you're still getting comfortable with that or you've never filmed yourself like take a water bottle prop your front up on your water bottle like nobody's gonna know that's what you're doing and like during your rest because you should be resting between sets ladies um watch yep. your form and look at how you can improve look at if you are pushing yourself enough and like while i'm mentioning that you don't have to just like haul ass through a workout and I think everybody thinks okay go 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 like go do a bunch of reps do a bunch of low weight high rep take 30 second break go 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 you give your body time to rest and recover so that you can't actually push yourself in each set like give yourself a break so that every set you're pushing heavy there's obviously a time and a place for different types of training but a large portion of the time most people probably aren't resting enough and I've had girls like Oh my gosh, this is so hard to like. I, I like how to drop my weight down so much. I'm like, were you taking your rest? That is a sign. They're like, uh, well, like, no, I'm like, take it. Like, yeah, like, I up, look who look, pick a new song,
0: sip it on your water, like, yeah, out there, but rest between your sets. Like, you should need that rest, especially when you're doing like heavier lifts, like squats, deadlifts, mm-hmm. lunges, whatever it is. Like, you should need at least a minute and a half rest. Like I am using that full time to sit and recover and sometimes need a little bit longer. And yeah, like I have a set time that my coach gives me, but sometimes like I'm listening to my body and I'm like, I need, a, I need 30 seconds longer. And I yeah. know if I take that rest time then I'm going to be able to lift heavier and push harder in my next set. And so resting for 30 more seconds or a minute longer is so much more effective because you're able to lift heavier and go harder in your next set
1: yeah again and you have to think yes physically it's helping you recover but like lifting and pushing especially in those big compound movements like a bench press like a squat it's also taxing on like your nervous system like your brain all that is very involved in all of those movements and so you have to give like your whole body time to just like chill out for a hot second like Again, you don't have to spend 10 years in the gym. Like I'm in there for a hot minute just because like I waste time doing stupid stuff. But like just relax. should <laughs> we go
0: together? <laughs> yeah,
1: literally. Oh my gosh, it's like three hours later. Like keep your time. And your workout doesn't need to be 10 lifts. I used to think I had to go in, do 10 lifts, do only low weight, do only high rep. And like, I'm just going to give you guys a, a quick cheat sheet here. Like it didn't work. So <laughs> like get two to three nice compound movements, add on some smaller movements on to the end. You can do very effective workouts with five movements and they can absolutely tax the shit out of your body. You're going to get way more out of it than going in and just trying to do a whole montage of things that aren't really challenging your body. And if you're doing five movements and it's not hard, then you're not lifting heavy enough.
0: Yeah. Like less is more majority of the time. And I remember when I first started my fitness journey and I was lifting and I would go to the gym every single day. And I was like, why is my body not changing? Why am I not getting stronger? And it's because I was, <laughs> one, I was lifting low weight, high rep. And I wasn't doing the same thing every single workout. I wasn't following any sort of training plan, and I was lifting the exact same weights every single week. Once I started tracking my workouts, following a consistent program, and actually like pushing myself in each lift, getting stronger, I saw changes in my body pretty quickly because I yeah. was pushing in. Like, you'll see those changes in your body very, very fast, especially if you're a beginner lifter, the newbie gains. Like, you're going to see those changes in your body if you're consistent with it and if you're constantly pushing yourself in the gym getting out of your comfort zone not allowing yourself to settle for the exact same weight like don't be afraid to pick up the heavier weight don't be afraid to fail of course like be safe ask for a spot if you need it or whatever but there are safe ways to fail a set or to fail an exercise so do it because that's that's when you're going to grow and I can't remember who said it but there was like some sort of quote that said like the rep I think it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. <laughs> and he said, um, like the whenever like the exercise gets hard, or like whenever you are pushing yourself to the max, like that's when it starts counting, right? Like the first 10 don't count, but when it gets hard, that's when it counts. Yeah. I totally butched that quote. But, but something guys- along those lines, like <laughs> you when you, when it gets hard, like that's when it's the most effective.
1: Maddie's here for all your fifty percent quotes, fifty percent things.
0: So. Hey, you get the gist of it,
1: <laughs> but it is, and I think that's something that I've noticed with a lot of my girls is like they're scared to fail because they don't know how to fail, and like I, there's one if you don't know how to fail a movement, like DM me and Maddie, we'll tell yeah, you guys how. To we do, have videos also, about
0: it, yeah. and we can make more. Uh-huh.
1: There's so many like TikTok, there's so many videos out there that show you how to safely fail a movement, but I will more than happily like tell anybody client or not how to safely fail a movement because I don't want not knowing how to fail safely to stop people from like being able to push themselves on the flip side of that. If you are just really nervous and like, if you're like, I'm not going to go in there, get under a barbell and load the good a machine machines yeah. are the easiest yeah. thing to safely we and honestly that's a really good tool for a beginner to like feel safe and comfortable of like you can load that up and they all have safeties they're really easy machines to fail on and like get in and out of really quickly with like aside from very few machines that are like a little bit confusing
0: yeah absolutely I think the biggest takeaway is just like number one follow a training program so that you can implement progressive overload and then Make sure you are implementing progressive overload, pushing yourself, film yourself so you know like what your true failure is. Um, follow some sort of rep scheme, some sort of RAR training. Um, we do have a free guide. Don't we have a guide for yes, RIR? We yeah, we do. Oh so by yours truly yeah so if you're interested in that I think the link is in our bios if not dm me or bailey um because we'd be happy to share that with y'all and if you have any questions about training or anything like that definitely let us know because it can be intimidating going into the gym lifting especially yeah. being a new lifter not knowing what to do um can be super intimidating so any questions y'all have definitely let us know
1: Use your resources any like final there's... thoughts um lifting heavy will not make you bulky I promise guys That is why I didn't. Which is that easy. I literally, I did not lift heavy for years because I was thought I was going to be bulky.
0: I know. Like, imagine Um, all the time we wasted.
1: It won't. If anything made me bulky, it was that I was eating the same amount of food, but I was lifting too light so that, like, it wasn't. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, really, like, lifting light
1: makes you bulky. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, for real. So, don't be scared of that. Like, again, it, you have to physically have that as a goal and be trying for that and very intently for that to be what happens to your body. So.
0: And you have to like be on some stuff for real.
1: Yeah. A large portion of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for real. For real.
1: Well, that's just, that's the spiel. I cannot talk to <laughs> on my story today, y'all. I literally like, they were like three 45 second clips and I fumbled on my words every single one. I was just like, this Fumble is- the bag. Hopefully my clients are probably like, what is this chick saying on my check-ins? Like, I just can't. I don't know. Guess what time I finished my check-ins today. Am I going to be like surprised? Yeah. I don't
0: even know what time you typically finish check-ins, so I don't even know. <laughs> what time 8 a.m. You- what time did you start? Uh, Actually, no, it was, it was 8.30, but I started at 5.30. It only took me two hours because I only had to do eight check-ins, I think. <laughs> Because I only had 13 clients and some of them didn't turn it in. Well,
1: it takes me a longer. I get distracted. Yeah, I really take my time. And then I listen. My girls their check-ins and I look at how long my video is. And I was like, they are not listening this whole
0: thing. Yeah. Well, that and you just like, I mean, I used to be the same way, but I feel like I've gotten really good at just like getting them done. But like, you'll like do this and then this and then this and then like do this for better. them. Yeah. I've gotten better but I definitely just have to like put my phone
1: away from me and like be like okay I'm not looking at my phone until yeah. I do like this
0: amount of check-ins yeah I've had to just like write notes for each client so it's like like on a sticky note I'll be like okay this client needs this rather than like making that thing right then <laughs> we
1: really just went off on
0: a tangent y'all. <laughs>
1: basically this is surprising actually because i'm the type a1 and maddie's like yeah that.
0: wow So this
1: is like a weird thing but i'm just trying to do the most i think a lot of the time for no reason yeah.
0: um okay leave the people with one piece of just amazing advice that you want to give them enlighten us with your 26 years of age <laughs> well, almost 27 so pressure um, actually I actually have
1: something right off the top of my head because I posted this wow. on my TikTok today. Check out the old ladies on TikTok. Um, am well, old lady. Um, and this is what I told our clients, I think last week, because you always feel like you don't have time for yourself and there's so many things you have to like, commit yourself to all the time. And I am so guilty of that, especially with my nursing job. I just like, I would say no. And I feel like I always had to give a reason. And if I've learned anything in my vast 27 almost 27 years of experience no is a complete sentence and you can literally tell anybody I can't and that's it you don't have to give people a reason I used to I still find myself being really bad about this of like yeah. feeling like I have to like give someone a reason for saying no or I can't and you don't like you literally just don't even have to want to do it you can just say no and that's it that's all yeah. you have to say
0: love it well wow, that actually happened to me last night I was sitting and working because like i'm leaving town obviously so i was like doing a lot of work yesterday um i typically try not to work a ton on sundays but i was just like needing to get a lot done and i was working And my roommates were like going over to their friend's house and they were like oh do you want to come and i was like i'm good thanks <laughs> just yep. didn't need to That's give an answer. like nope and they're like okay think, bye yeah
1: i think people get pressured into doing stuff so they don't want to or they overcommit themselves because they feel like they don't have a good enough reason you don't yeah. need one you know yeah. or can't. and then call it a day
0: if they get offended that's their problem but most people are gonna be like oh okay they'll respect it yeah
1: literally
0: it's they'll. better than going and not wanting to be somewhere.
1: true
0: selfish girl era that's what i'm in i'm I too selfish what I'm but in. it's fine I don't know what era i'm in but
1: it's probably not that old lady era <laughs> <laughs> soon I'm to be funny. mom era no we're we have time before <clears throat> For that's you're first of all i'm not pregnant then you're pregnant for a whole nine months maddie
0: true true and then you'll have the best aunt in the world i'm in my cutting era so
1: catch me in a couple months guys true all right y'all thanks for listening to this week's episode as always you can catch us every friday with a new episode you can also follow us on instagram maddie's is maddie underscore bunker maddie with one d and mine is bay delori
0: Make sure to rate and review the show, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and share to your Instagrams. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next Friday.
1: Bye y'all.